Welcome to the Adonis Index Podcast. I'm John Barbin, and with me is Daniel Carbonell. Is that right? Yeah, that's good. Okay, and he came in seventh place uh, in the most recent contest. Go over and check his pictures out at AdonisIndex.com if you're listening on iTunes. Um, so we were just talking. Your after pictures were really good. Um, before we get into the whole story, talk about that when you saw when you just saw the difference. Like, what did you think when you finally saw the, the your pictures like next to each other? Well, I um, I heard podcasts before and saying they hear a lot of people saying that they didn't believe that they were that guy on the picture, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in my case, it was totally different. I I can I could see that guy in the mirror every time. So my my and I was happy to be that guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I think my, I guess my my change in the body was going at the same time with my mind. So. I didn't have this like, oh, now I changed my body and my mind changed after that. No, no, it was just like all together. So, yeah, okay. The, the only, the only difficult. I mean, I just needed to to show that in a picture. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you can take a picture and it's not, it doesn't show what you see in the mirror. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you didn't have any delay between the belief that that was really you, which it's it's a good thing you pointed that out because some people, yeah. there's a delay, but some people, they're right on pace. So you kind of, your mind and your body were changing at the same time. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't see that guy every day and every day was an improvement in the mirror and I was changing my mind with it too, right? Mm-hmm. Feel more confident and, and, and I knew I was that guy. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. So that, and that And that's good because it's a different perspective that we haven't, heard as much i think maybe you're kind of i don't know i don't know why that's different but it's good to know that there is it can be different all right well let's get, yeah, I, go ahead no no go ahead, go ahead i was gonna say let's um well i think we have to at least follow a little bit of the pattern here so talk about how you found like what you did before us and how you found us i know you mentioned a little bit before we started recording so um get, yeah. into, get into your past and a little bit and then how you got up to us okay um, first of all, I'm Peruvian, so um, I used to work in a gym, uh, in, a, in a very popular gym that is all over uh, the world. Mm-hmm. And it's a chain, right? And then um, I used to work there, but not as a trainer, just like a self-representative. Mm-hmm. So I was talking about about uh, training and, and, you know, diet and whatever, but everything was from the bodybuilding bodybuilding. Uh, state of mind. Like I have a lot of friends bodybuilding, but they were all doing steroids and the whole thing was like eat five times a day, six times a day, and eat a lot of as you can and you know, get bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Um but that was back like maybe ten years ago. And I used to just work out maybe like I used to work out maybe like forty five days before the summer and that and that was it for me. Mm-hmm. That was for me good enough. Um but then after that I start work. I start um, working in a cruise line, and then in a cruise line, I met people from all over the world. And it, it amazes me right now still how everybody has different beliefs. One person will say, "Okay, eat six times a day." The other person will say, "Don't eat after eight o'clock in the night." The other person is like, "The breakfast is the most important thing in the day." So everybody has a different view, and I was always searching for. The truth, right? Mm-hmm. The real answer to all my my uh, my questions. So, always in that search, I was looking into the internet and I found about each topic. So I found Brad Pillon and 
that was it. That was the guy for me uh, because when I read the book, it was very technical, but at the same time, very well explained for me to understand everything that was he, he was saying, right? Mm-hmm. About about everything. So it gives me such a great feeling when I realize that I don't have to be stressed out to be eating every three hours. Uh, I used to get really, really cranky if I didn't have my food every three hours because I'm going to lose muscle, right? Now, now so let's stop right there. You said you got yeah. cranky because... Now, it wasn't because your stomach was actually grumbling or you were hungry. It was literally because you believed you had to. Or did the, exactly. did the belief even turn into an actual physical feeling? Which doesn't really make any sense because then you go to sleep for 8 to 10 hours maybe and then, what, you're not eating there, right? So yeah. what, is the, what is the reasoning so then when you are sleeping, you're not losing muscle, but when you are during the day, you are losing muscle. So it was... Yeah, definitely. I was cranky not because of my hunger feeling or, or even, no, it was just because if I didn't eat every three hours, I will lose muscle. I will not uh, boost my metabolism. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Then it becomes an obsession. It's, it became an obsession really, really bad. And, and it started to affect my relationship with my wife mm-hmm. because if I got, if I, if I, uh, if I'm back from work and my food wasn't ready and why it wasn't ready, you don't have to eat, you know, stuff like that. And I yeah. get really cranky. I couldn't go anywhere because every three hours I wanted to eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like totally destructive. How did she deal with that? Oh, she was, she and her family knew about it. And of course, it wasn't, it wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. But of course, she wanted to support me. So she was trying to help me all the time. But, and I was a slave of the protein shakes and protein bars. Mm-hmm. I'm a slave and spending a lot of money on it, of course. Mm-hmm. But if I look at my body, I, ne- I was never happy with it. You know, I had this like a queer-looking upper body, like thick, you know, around my waist and my shirts were not like dominant. Mm-hmm. So... It doesn't. It didn't matter what I was doing. I was eating. I was getting leaner, but not really with a great-looking body. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to look at those trainings, and some people would say, "Don't train arms because you're when you're doing back, you're hitting your arms, your biceps, right?" And then the other, other training would say, "Don't hit shoulders." Or it was just all over the place. I was just doing. It's just crazy how much uh, time. And money I spend in something that didn't get me anywhere. Mm-hmm. All right, so then you get to eat, stop, eat, and it's and you just do you adopt the, that type of eating like immediately and ditch the six meals a day or like what do you do? I started to um, once I read eat, stop, eat. I started to uh, um, to eat like still like three, four times a day, five times a day, but one time a week I will fast, mm-hmm. and it started helping me a lot. But I never thought about calories. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even I finish my fast, but I will eat a lot, a ton of calories the day after. Mm. So I knew it, I knew it was something that, that I was improving, but I didn't really, really improve too much, right? Mm-hmm. But then, of course, I saw Brad Pillon's picture, and I started looking for him in the internet, and I found um, his YouTube videos. And then, then I find so I found some podcasts with other um, programs 
that invite him and he was talking. Mm-hmm. And um, it really hit me the way he talks and presents the idea and everything. So I really wanted to train like him to to see that type of body, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then one day, I don't really remember where, he was talking about the East Top Eat and he said, I train with Adonis workout. And that was it. Then after that, I found you, and the rest of history is it was great. Mm-hmm. And then, so you jump on, and then what gets? How far along ago was that versus when you finally got into this competition? Was that like a long time ago, or did you basically jump right in? That was that was in December uh, 2012. Oh, okay. And so I bought the program. And I talked to my wife about to Venus because I saw the once I saw your uh, the Adonis and the whole concept. I look into Venus too, so I talked to her about it, and we both jumped January first, two thousand thirteen. Mm-hmm. Within within a week, working out because I started with three point mm-hmm. but after a week or after a couple of weeks, the whole program changed to the Adonis Golden Radio, right? Mm-hmm. So when I started with Adonis three point or three point one, um, after a week, my wife looked at me and say. I never seen I never seen your arms like that, and that was a big eye opener for me. This, I can I could tell that it was like a very uh, shoulder dominant workout, and I just loved it. So I started since January first, and I haven't I I I remember that Adonis transformation ten mm-hmm. was about that time, right? So I kind of like shadow it. Didn't didn't jump right on. I just wanted to like feel my ground before I, uh, you know, to see what's happening. Mm-hmm. So once I finished the first program, which was a favorite three for me, I start the contest and I start with the NBF. Great. And then and then you just ran NBF for the whole contest. Yeah, I ran NBF for the whole contest, and the, the last week um, that I. Wanted to do the seven day out, seven days out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I actually didn't do that program. I started to cut three again. Okay, I see. Yep. Yeah, because I wanted to like this time after I finished category three and then I finished NBF in the contest. Uh, I wanted to do category three this time in the right way. You know, with like heavier um, weights. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Yeah. I understand. And for people listening who joined after the the product got kind of reformulated, MBF is just category two. Yeah. Oh, one. Is it? Ca- oh, sorry. It's category. You're right. Right. It's category one. Yeah. yeah it's sorry the to correct yeah, your yeah. own program. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's the category two is the opposite. Yeah. So just that's just I always want to make that clear. All right. Well, that's cool. And then, so what did you do as far as uh, dieting throughout the throughout the contest? Well, and. Then, with the program, I think that one one of the best tools that you guys have, well, definitely the podcast helped me so much, right? Uh, I was listening to a podcast all the time, but what it helped me a lot was the uh, calculator. Mm-hmm. That's an amazing, uh, and, and that's an amazing uh, tool, and it helps me so much. I know there's a lot of people that are like 6'4", maybe, or... Or very sure people like a four, five four guy. Uh, sometimes their numbers are not right on, mm-hmm. maybe. 
but for me, the numbers were like perfect. Yes, got my fitness pal application, my, and then I just put my measurements on the calculator, and if I follow that, every week I will see like improvement all the time. So it's so it was like yeah, and that's so. How tall are you? Uh, I'm a five nine. Yeah, and the calculator is designed. It's most likely going to work almost perfectly for people in the middle range, which is like you, me, Pilon. Like we're all somewhere around five ten ish. Like I'm a bit taller. You're five nine. Like it's it's going to work almost perfectly for people. And and based on your body type, you seem to be yeah. sort of in the middle. You're not you're not really big. You're not really skinny. You're kind of in the middle. So the calculator yeah. works best for people like us and yeah it skews a bit for really tall guys it skews a bit for really short guys and it skews a bit for super super sort of like true mesomorphs or true ectomorphs and endomorphs it kind of skews but for us kind of in the middle it's like you said it's almost going to be spot on yeah i always wanted to know if if i was a true ectomorph or a mesomorph i I, i'm kind of like in the middle right well, no one's because, a true anything. No one's well, okay. okay. Sorry, it's rare to find a true endo, ecto, or meso. Like a true, okay. true mesomorph is like your pro athletes who are just really, really heavily muscled. A true yeah. endo is just a really big guy, and a true ecto is really skinny. Like it, they stick out in a crowd. They're so skinny. So yeah, like they have tiny little arms, tiny legs. I mean, no body fat at all. But it's just. They're like one in a hundred, if not one in a thousand. Like the ones that are pure, like on one end of the spectrum. All the rest okay. of us are a mix of all three. They're like falling into the meal, into the mix. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they even they there is there is some research to people have been trying to like we just go with three general categories, but there's really more like seven. Like those subdivide into more categories, and then you can. There's ways to. There's ways to like test to see if you're kind of how much of each category you are, kinda. But it's it's all subjective, right? So it yeah, it's more of um it's more for interest sake than anything. I, I don't it's it doesn't change the fact that you have to do all the same things to get in shape. Yeah, exactly. Right. Mm. No, I I think um, definitely for a guy who is like heavier, the most exciting thing is to lose the weight, and and those pounds sometimes they can go off really fast until you get quite leaner mm-hmm. but then a person who is very lean that's when you have to be like more patient to build all that muscle right mm-hmm. and speaking of patience you kind of ran into that right in this contest yeah. as reverse taper moved along yeah exactly um the last couple of weeks i mean like when i was like almost one inch above my golden waist mm-hmm. sometimes it plays with your mind that plays with your mind a little bit because you are used to see the scale moving faster and faster, and then at the end, it's like this minimum changes. It's more about visual change, I think. Like every time I see in, my, in the mirror every day, I will see more of a definition, and maybe more of veins going on, you know, like striations. Mm-hmm. But the scale didn't really move much towards the end. So that kind of like play with your mind, right? Yeah, like you have to start trusting the mirror more than the scale at that point. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and th- and that's that's what we tell a lot of guys at the end. It, you may you'll definitely get leaner without the scale changing at all. Um, and then was that the first time you paid attention to calories? Like you said before, you never really did that. 
first time ever, and I think from now on, um, as long as I'm try to tie it down, the calories are the most important thing. And then, of course, uh, maybe I will relax a little bit once I do my maintenance. But, but yeah, calorie counting was huge. And um, I would say the calories are really sneaky. If you're not paying attention to calories, you can end up easily gaining weight when you're like thinking, oh, I'm eating healthy, I'm eating healthy. But you can, you can actually overeat just with a couple of bites here and there. So calories can be really sneaky. So the best thing I do it was counting calories and hitting my trainings every time. And every time I go to the gym, of course, hitting it hard, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And did you just stick with the workouts or did you, the workouts as written or did you add anything, cardio, boosters? I, I, we don't really recommend boosters with that program. Did you do any yeah. cardio? Well, I didn't do boosters with the MBF. I know it was five days a week, but sometimes I would do like 10 days in a row because I, I was fine. Mm-hmm. It, shocked me, it shocked me a little bit the change between Category 3 to Category 1 because the volume in Category 1 is quite, is quite a lot. Mm-hmm. So in a couple of first, on the first week, it hit me a little bit in that um, because it was like more more things to do but then I get used to it and then it was like all the time uh, working out like maybe 10 days a week and then one day off and then the rest I did a little bit of cardio but just walking though not like crazy just walking my dog like the last um, couple of weeks I would say Mm. I was just walking my dog for 40 minutes not even running not even nothing just walking my dog you know yeah and and how many just just like every day or just a couple times Oh, like every day. Okay, cool. Yeah, and that and that's one thing I've said is when at the end when you reverse taper up your calories, you can. I, I like what you just said because some people ask, and I'm like, well, maybe the last two three weeks added in, and you get a little boost there too. So, but not 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 like not crazy, not high intensity, especially with what you're doing with with that category yeah. workout. There's not much left. You can't do high intensity cardio with that. There is not much left. I, I think it, it, sometimes. Less is more, right? So if you just stick to the program and do and do everything uh, to you know to exactly the way it's supposed to, I think you're gonna get the results. Uh, I think then if you want to do boosters and she, you, you want to bo- do an abs and arm boosters and a shoulders and then legs, then I think you are just like putting too many blocks on your on your you know too many things, and then you're not really focusing on one maybe. You can't do that with the MBF or Category One for sure, but yeah. you, there is room category three, I, yeah, you can with the Category Three. There's room for it there, but not not yeah. with Category. And that and like for instance, Final Phase ATS, whatever you call that's you can't do boosters there either. It's just not designed for it. So there's moments where you can do it and moments where you can't. Yeah, definitely. Um, now that I'm in Category Three, uh, you should, it's like what four. Five week, five times a day, a week. I think it's four workouts per week. But then you have room. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And the volume's a bit lower, so now you can decide if you want to add things. I, I would just, I would just yeah. take it for a few weeks and then decide. Well, what I do is I just uh, jump the week. You know, like I don't, I don't do four. I do five or six. So, so let's say a program that is uh, twelve weeks, I will do it maybe nine or ten. Oh yeah that yeah oh yeah you can definitely do that instead of a booster you can just accelerate it lots, lots of guys actually do that yeah i, I think that's uh, what best accommodate for me mm-hmm. um 
One thing that I didn't that I didn't say though that it's absolutely really hard when we were talking about the dieting. Uh, I work in a restaurant. I'm a server in a restaurant, a steakhouse, and the food is amazing there. So it was really hard to diet in that environment. You know what I mean? Because it's not it's not only at your house when you get sometimes the pushback. It's also at work. You know? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, so I had food all the time around me, bread everywhere. So, so you was quite like, Did you have some sort of, sort of internal, you know? Did you have like a something you did like mentally? Like, did you have like a little something, a little internal speech you'd say to to control yourself? Like, how'd you do that? Um, I kind of like I tried to feed within my calories, so I couldn't relax a little bit. Like, have a have a little bit of bread here and there. Uh, but everybody knows there at, at, in my work. Everybody knows that I'm the guy who is working out and and like dieting or maybe fasting. You know, so they don't think on me, but they kind of help me sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. They don't put the food in my they don't put the food in my face or whatever because but because I just pass and I'm like, no, I'm fasting today, so they kind of know. Okay, don't put the food on his face. You know, well, it, it was it is. It is a sort of it is a more of a mentally strength, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. But that helps if your coworkers are on your side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it helps a lot. And then also it helped them. My wife was um, in the contest too, mm-hmm. which I have to say, I was the one who helped her more with the dieting because she would relax a little bit more. You know? She would have friends over and maybe put a pizza in. And now we be like, you know, uh, struggling, but yeah, she was more relaxed in the diet. Mm-hmm. Well, she did. She did really well too. Um, all right. Well, then, <clears throat> what's your what's your advice you would give to other guys who are just starting the program? Well, first of all, listen to all the podcasts if you can. You know, whenever you are uh, walking or doing something at home, maybe just listen to the podcast. Listen to other people's experiences. Listen to Brad and John uh, podcast because those are eye openers for sure. And uh, stick to the program. Just stick to the program. You don't have to like if if whatever program you choose, give it an opportunity for a month at least. And if you don't see any, um, you can change. But don't just try to get this program and then on top of that get another program from another guy and here and there. You know, mm-hmm. just stick to the program. Hmm. All right. Well, that's a good place to leave it. Do you have anything else? Well, I just have to say that I have two movies that my I would say all these situations for me remind me of two movies. The first one is going to be The Matrix, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, uh, I'm like a Neo now, and you guys, you and Pilon are like Morpheus, <laughs> the guys who told me the truth, mm-hmm. right? And uh, the other movie that comes to my mind all the time even though it's an exaggeration, um, is that movie with Eddie Murphy when he's a big guy first and then he found this formula and he's skinny and good looking and lean and oh, yeah, yeah, smooth. Yeah. So, so, so it's something like that. It's not that extreme though. But every time I see myself in the mirror with this uh, with a leaner face and it gives you such a boost of, boost of confidence and it feel it makes you feel so much better with yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, whoever is out there listening to this, just 
tried the Adonis program. It's the best that I found, and I'm not changing this. I'm really, really happy to have found you guys. So I just want to say thank you for oh. all the that you're giving us to all of us out here. Oh, well, thank you, and congratulations on placing in the contest. So thank for, for Daniel Carbonell, I'm John Barbin, and that's your Adonis Index podcast. <laughs>